0: in another lifetime, one of toil and blood When blackness was a virtue, the road was full of mud I came in from the wilderness, a creature void of form Come in, she said, I'll give you shelter from the storm
1: A lot of people ask, you know, what is, you know, what is my purpose? What is the meaning of life or, or my life? I don't know, but I do think we'll eventually be asking ourselves certain questions about life. Did we spend our lives looking over our shoulder in in fear of losing something that will ultimately surrender anyway? Did we spend our lives blindly marching to rules, ideas, or social norms that really didn't serve us? Did we let greed and ego pull us into something that's pretty much suffering? Did we restrict our love? Did we dampen our our happiness and our joy? I mean, maybe, maybe it's true. Maybe we're just living a simulation. Maybe it's just a game. But maybe... Life is the best game we could possibly ever create. It has challenges worthy of our greatest efforts and rewards so powerful they shake us with ecstasy. So you know what I say? I say let's play. I say fuck the stress. If it's just a game. Let's make the game better for everyone and enjoy it. Let's transcend the life and death attitude about everything. So your lover left you and you're completely heartbroken. Okay, so you're sick. Okay, I think we've all been sick. I actually had the flu maybe two weeks ago. It sucked. But these are levels of the game and it's a specific challenge. But what will you learn from these challenges of being sick or having a broken heart or whatever it is? Don't wait for hindsight to be grateful when you can be grateful now. Be grateful now in advance of hindsight. So maybe we should just kind of let go. Not forcibly like, fuck this, but just just let go. Maybe we're all awesome and we're all perfect in our own way, infinite facets of a single perfect diamond. Or maybe we're just fucked and we're horrible and we deserve our misery. Both are right, but it's really up to you and what path you want to take. And you should really ask yourself, what's the best use of my time on planet Earth? And it's really up to you. Do you want to spend it in the light and giving and receiving joy? Or do you want to be in darkness and perpetuating hate and anger and frustration and fear? It's really up to you. It's up to all of us. My guest today is Darnley Charles, who knows a thing or two about uh, striving for truth. Um, He's a real uh, deep thinker. You know, it's one thing that I learned from this conversation is labels are just things that we put on other people, other things, and on ourselves. But people are very complex. You know, we, we have whole life experience, no matter how old we are. We have life experience to pull from. And, you know, our lives are are made up of these these tiny little moments. I really like this conversation. Uh, Darnley is a, he's a hell of a human being. I think you'll like it too. Without further delay, my uh, Curious World podcast conversation with the Great, Darnley Charles starts right now. Great,
0: the Curious World podcast.
1: Our buddy uh, Vandal over
0: there. You want a podcast? Great. We have some audio on your website that nobody goes to. You're listening to Vandal Tron's Curious World podcast. Check it out, baby. All right. Uh, one thing. um, I want to say, first of all, thank you for having me here. It's greatly appreciated. One thing I want to say is um, I believe that everyone only knows what they're supposed to, you know? Like, I think many people many people try to go places or see things and deal with stuff they never dealt with before, and then you see, like, one thing is missing, and that's experience. You know they haven't experienced it, so they have different reactions. What led me to be how I am? I don't know, when I was a kid, I was always, was something led me to just think about things deeply you know like I got over like death at the age of eight like I remember like being in fourth grade (laughs) reading the back of the textbooks the history books and it was like all these guys are dead because you know it's like the president's all these guys are dead you know but we still marvel over them you know and I didn't even have the vocabulary to say marvel but that's what I was on like you know like and like I wonder how that is you know but then I just got over because it it's like when I turned eight, I mean nine, it was just like, you know, it's just life, you know. But it's just about finding like where do I fit in, you know. But it wasn't at that moment because at that moment you find you have got still stuff you're into, girls and stuff and schoolwork and Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> 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 but <laughs> you're certainly looking at the um the world different because as you get older, a lot of them stuff that's at the forefront start seeming like distractions, you know. Whether it's your job, it's the TV show, your favorite ball player—none of them stuff quite gets you your results into who you are and who you're meant to become. So, when you're born, like it's only like one sperm cell, you know. Am I giving like a long, long answer? No, that's that's
1: why that's why we're here.
0: (laughs) Yeah, once you once you're born, it's like millions of sperm cells, but you're only one of them. You know, only one of them that gets to reach the egg. You know, and like the the placenta shoots off many. Of like defensive mechanisms to get rid of the some of the sperm so like you're in a fight for your life before you even get it you know it's just how it is so once you come out it's the same fight still going on because it's still other examples like you have family members you have people you meet in the street who to me not to be offensive they're similar to these um the the sperm cells who have been like evaporated by the defense of the placenta because you know you see in my family you see People going to jail. You see people killed, or for wrong decisions and wrong choices. So you know, you kind of think about it like, oh, that's messed up. Or you can think about it like, you know, everything has this like, you know, silver lining. You know, And that's what side I lean towards more.
1: Do you did you ever go through a period where you had to struggle with, um, kind of what you're talking about that that kind of negativity of, why why is this happening to me? Man, fuck, fuck this! Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> oh man, I remember. Um, it was like that time in my life I couldn't get a break. You know, I was about twenty. I was twenty, and I was just breaking up with my girlfriend. Uh, you know, that was my best friend. So it was just like, wow. And she was on the verge of discovering herself. You know, that's what I mean. Where um, you don't know something, to you're exposed to it. She was always kept in the house. She got a chance to go outside the house. Let curfew got a little bit more deeper she changed as a person you know so I'm chilling in the house one day and my um, mom I wake up to my mom arguing with my brother you know my older brother he's about 36 and he's mad he's not really a mad guy so she goes you know talk to him and everything so I go to talk to my brother I'm like hello he's like what do you want And <laughs> everything I'm like, I don't know. Just calling to see what's up with you and all that. He's like, man, put mommy back on the phone. So, he, I put my mom's back on the phone. He's like, I'm gonna call y'all back later and everything. Right back, and he never got a chance to call us back because um we didn't know the the depth of the situation was. He was being threatened outside of his house for like, um people above him he used to drug deal or whatever. And once the, the, was, this,
1: was this in New York?
0: It was in Upstate New York. And when um they used to buzz his bell, you know the the drugs, the fiends, or so customers used to drug his um, ring his bell, and he used to get mad because I live on the first floor, like why don't you ring the third floor bell, you know? So he ended up telling the person on the third floor that he had a problem with it. Person told someone else, you know, it was a big controversy, and he just ended up dying that day. Like, we tried to call his phone, like, right back after he got off the phone. He wouldn't pick up for some reason, you know, he's just dead. And the way I found out was my cousin called me. My cousin lives 15 minutes away from him. And he goes, yo, like, said is shot, you know, and me being young, man, I'm like, all right, just get him in the ambulance. He's strong. He gonna make it. Don't worry about it. He goes, no, you don't get it. You know, like, I saw your brother early this morning. So Sneakers' old outfit, he was fly, you know? I get to the block this morning, and the first thing I realize is the same sneakers I compliment him on. And he's not moving, you know? That's when I knew, you know? So that was, like, the moment in my life where I was like, nothing goes right, you know? Like, I don't have a job. I don't have anyone to send me money. And um, the only way I ever got out of this position, I want to say, is because of a book called Who Moved My Cheese, you know? Mm-hmm. That's the only way I got out of this situation. It wasn't um a friend that could talk to me. It wasn't like I was moping or anything, but I was certainly wondering, you know, what's next? And uh, just the whole um breakdown of talking to his kids and everything, you, you just realize, like, you are what you um get exposed to, you know? And it's about with how you answer it. So that was, like, the, my moment of, like, this can't get over it. Can't get over this. When I read "Who Moved My Cheese," I think that's what started me up at um, a company called Green City Force, and um, that helped me like really keep my mind focused and meet other people and you know express myself in a sort of way.
1: Uh, I I think anybody in in that situation, your life could have took that, could have just took that slant to to the left or yeah. you know to the right and you know you and I would be having a completely different conversation. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you you ever think about that?
0: Oh, I think about it all the time. Um, From the moment I got the news and my cousin told me we prepared to go upstate that night, and the family is distraught, but I know my big brother. It's like he's 36, but at the time I'm like 20, and even though me and him don't really talk like that because we never grew up together, we always had like a similar lifestyle, you know? (laughs) So, and he was, like, very what some people call woke or conscious these days, you know. My older brother isn't. He's more like a video game player. And um, my oldest was. So, it's like me and him had a connection and no one in the family kind of had except for my cousin. So, once it went down, I had to give the eulogy and I had to speak to the kids and everything. So, it's just like, you don't really have time to, like, worry about your emotions in certain states, you know. Because that's what causes a ripple effect, like what you're talking about. That's what allows you to take a total different turn. Because corruption comes with its own logic. You could think of anything bad and you find a reason to do it. (laughs) There must,
1: I'm curious, there must have been some sort of process. Other than, I mean, I'm picking up that book. But, I mean, what what were you, how were you seeing the world at that time? I mean, I, I can only imagine... Myself in that situation, I I think I would probably be in a pretty deep hole. Yeah.
0: Well, at that time, I don't think I had any income. (laughs) I don't have any. I was just a rapper. I was into being like rapping and, you know, like different beats and stuff like that. And uh, I wasn't like anywhere. Like I was mainly philosophical because that's all I had, you know, and. I think that's where I, how I got by it. it. was just like reading different books and changing different, like making different moves. But one thing I always stuck to is like, it's a silver lining behind everything, you know? And I know it sounds very cliche, but I think you told me it's like, you are everything that happened before is a reason why you are who you are now, you know? So that's what I look at life as like, it's like, I was saying this yesterday. Like, it's like a video game kind of, like, how you go through life in levels. And once you're le- ready for level 10, you realize all the, like, special moves that you got at level 9 and 8 prepares you for level 10, you know? So that's just how I see it. And, which, and
1: just because you did really well <laughs> on 8 and 9, that doesn't mean you're going to do well on 10.
0: Exactly. 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 And it's like it's a, a thermometer. That's a better... um better um explanation of it because everyone is like woke or like has some sort of conscious ability but if I come to your house I'm like man dude, get up man and you're in your bed, like all right man you're woke you know but you're not up and woken as I am you know like you're probably on five degrees I'm probably on 15 you know but it probably takes you less time to get out of the five degree state than it does take me you know it's why you just wake up really fast. I'm just already woken, but it takes me forever to get there. It's like different levels. I think that has a big thing to um, go with explaining to people or understanding people's situation, you know? Because if you really think about it, I, people hate to say it, but we're assimilated. you know? It's like people want to be, you are in control of your situation, but your choices is all simulated. You go to Lowe's and you don't choose which furniture you get to pick out of, you know, you just choose which furniture you like, but the options are already chosen for you. So do you, do you think we have free will? In a way, cause we choose out of the choices, but we don't choose the choices, you know?
1: Well, there, there's an argument that we, because there's so many influences in our, in our life and we're intaking so much information and a lot of it's subversive that we actually don't have a choice.
0: Yeah, that that could be argued. It's like the distraction thing I was saying earlier. You know, it's like you know something else, but there's so many distractions that like, by the time you get older, you're like, you, you call them just that, distractions. When you are younger, there was video games. It was fun, you know? It was art. You never know what it could have been called, you know? But... Yeah,
1: but those things—whether it's you know the music that you listen to, or the programs that you watch, or the video games that you play—that's going to influence the way you dress. Mm-hmm. You know, the other games that you play, or how you talk. Um, so there's 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 a school of thought that because we're being influenced nonstop in our waking time, which influences our dreams, that you know what th- there nothing happens in happenstance. That we we took yeah. this left when we could have took a right, yeah. You know, we think like, oh, well, I just kind of on a whim. Yeah. So there, there's, there's, scientists who who would argue that like, no, you you that was all kind of the data in your head have and, and influences have kind of pushed you to to take that left on this street when yeah. you
0: normally take a right. Is And I agree with that. I I think that's true. You know, I don't think you could deny that. I think that's where people go wrong when they don't realize that, you know, this assimilation, you know, it's, it's going to take a while for people to know notice, but everything that is made out for you, you know, and it's all about what you choose to expose yourself to, even then, ain't, like you say, you're not going to choose to expose yourself to something that was already promoted in your horizon, you know, and it's kind of crazy, because then who are you really, you know, that's what the self and finding the self is all about, you know. So how does somebody break
1: out of that? When how does somebody, you know, when they when they start to realize that like, hey, I I uh I really don't have any original thoughts or hey, I, you know, I'm kind of doing things that if I take a step back and I'm not really I'm not really it's not really making me happy. You know, I want to I want to jump out of the matrix. Um what would what would be some things that you would suggest that that folks do?
0: The best thing, well I've come to notice is that um, it's a quote, but I can't really quote it, but it's called like the onlookers have the best view, you know, like as an onlooker, you're always going to point at someone else's relationship and go, you know, they need to break up, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's just going to happen. But once you're in your relationship, you're going to be like, you know, I think we could work this out, you know? So I think everyone because, has, because you're in it, exactly. you're in, you're in the storm. Exactly. And that's exactly what it is. Cause to particip- to observe, you can't participate, yeah. you know? It's to- two different things, you know? So, you have to be an observer of yourself, you know? And that means, like, for, like, as long as it takes, you gotta stop participating in your daily activities or whatever's, you know, distracting you, and or you gotta at least acknowledge why you do it, because that goes back to your source, you know? And once you get there, you start realizing, you know, Why you start realizing the choices and why, then why you chose them, that takes you back, you know. Once you, it's just a rabbit hole when you think about it, because the best way to get out of it is got to isolate yourself. That's what all the deepest people do. I have this whole theory on the battery and how one cell, all the cells start out on one side, you know, all the battery cells. And once the battery's in activation, one cell shoots off to the other side, you know. Mm Mm-hmm. Then another cell follows that cell. Then another cell. Then another cell. And all the batteries hang on that side. Then one shoots back to the other side. You know? It's all about isolation and motion if you think about it. And people do something rare and get judged for it until someone else comes behind them like, no, it actually works. Then, no, this actually works. <laughs> no. And it's like, that's how it is. I think you got to really isolate yourself because then you're stuck with you. There's no choices to have. There's no, you know, what to look at. Because man is constantly, his time is constantly bartered, you know?
1: Yeah, I, I think I think great things are accomplished by I- isolation. But I also think that the way humans are designed is most people go insane being yeah. alone. I don't mean alone like necessarily physically. I mean, if you want to, for instance, if you know we all know like if prisoners how do they you know if they act up the form of punishment is solitary confinement exactly, them. and it has been proven that that is torture I mean like maybe you and I would just say, like, okay, just give me a book yeah. <laughs> just, just yeah it's yeah. fine but but you know i I think that's just kind of the 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 human existence is that we are social yeah yeah we need we need each other i i don't I mean, I love splendid isolation. I love taking walks by myself or, you know, I've been camping by myself, but I think to a degree, we, we do need each other. Yeah, um, of course. I, I, and also I think being living amongst others and being in a, in a society, I think it helps us grow. Um, you know, I, I think, you know, if I had a theory and I presented it to you and you could say Huh? That's okay. That I think I think you're onto something. Or you could say like, dude, that fucking sucks. You're yeah. you're stupid as shit. You don't
0: see how I see it. You know,
1: <laughs> at least there's discourse. Yeah. And through discourse, that's how we grow. And I think what happens, what's been happening uh, lately in in society is that there is no discourse. We don't get to talk to each other. We don't get to. We don't have to have. We or we aren't afforded rational conversation. It's all. I'm just. I'm just gonna stomp you, yeah, or you're gonna stomp me. Like, who
0: wins? Yeah,
1: and it's not really about winning. It's about an exchange of ideas, or it should be.
0: Yeah, and that's the that's where it loses because it's the I think the name is the Eurythmics. and um, they have a song. It's called "Sweet Dreams," and if you listen <laughs> to it, it's, she's telling you like, "I traveled the world in the seven seas. Like, no matter where I went, everybody's looking for something. You know, mm-hmm. some just want to use you." So I'm just want to be used by you, you know. Everyone's looking for an exchange, or just their thing, or a crumble, or what's going to build them up. And when you're in the midst of that's what I said. Like man's constantly being boughted for his time. You know, the bird could just fly south in the winter. You know, the, all the other animals could just wake up, gather their food, and go chill the whole winter, come back the summer, and gather around the river. Like man is so difficult that in order to know what you're meant for you have to just like stop and i say isolate yourself from everybody but you got to have some more time to yourself than socially because you got to realize that everything in life is a balance you know and like say if you got too much white blood cells i think that's leukemia or lupus or something then when you don't got enough it's like hiv aids or you know it's like not enough to protect your immune system you mm-hmm. know so I hope I'm correct on that, but you get the science. <laughs> but everything is a balance. So this isn't a science show. So that's yeah. Okay. <laughs> so everything. Well, is how
1: how do you? So what's
0: how do you get stimulated to learn? I um. The way I get stimulated. That's an excellent question, by the way. I'm not going to lie. The main thing that gets me stimulated to learn, I think marijuana turns me into a philosopher. <laughs> like, I, did a, I did a fist bump. <laughs> it turns me... Okay, into
1: wait, wait. Okay, so I'll I'll, I'll do the antithesis of that. Have there been things that you've tried and you're like, ah, you just, I'm just not into... I can't... Uh, fuck this, man. I, I'm just not into this. Oh, um, like schools of thought? No. Well, it could be that or it could be something physical or literal. Uh, or I- I'm sure we've all been enamored by an individual right whether it's friendship or romantic but then you get into it and you're like i can't do this this is kind of wasting my time yeah so how how is that applicable to things that you've were kind of
0: stimulated to learn and then you realize like "Eh, yeah that happens a lot that happens. that's like my life you know it's um i was with the age of sixteen, and I'm not dissing nobody when I say this, because it's a bunch of um in the black community. It's always going to be a bunch of different sects, whether it's um five percenters or the Nation of Islam. You hear all the names, and I um have had a, a run in with a few of those like um cultures, you know, and some of them weren't like for me, and some of them were beautiful, but like some of them weren't for me because you feel out, like you realize the same thing. You're searching for is knowledge, information, the grand wisdom these other people are searching for it, but they're crushing you for it. You know, it's just like, not even you're growing, you know, it's like, I don't even know they're out to get their stuff. And that's what basically led me to like, you know, F this, I'm gonna go over here. And now it's just my life. You know, I'm gonna try this. I'm gonna, and i I kind of turned into Siddhartha. If you ever read the book, I kind of, sure, <laughs> I kind of sure. turned into Siddhartha where I was like joining everything just to get the best fruits off the tree, you know? And that's where I found my oneness. But I always, it was always, like, people I looked up to, you know, like Malcolm X or, like, you know, um, Master Naba, Lamosa, Morbidenabig, or, Mosa, or it's, um, it's a bunch of philosophers, you know.
1: What was that struggle like? Because one thing that I always tell people and remind myself is discomfort is necessary for learning so i would imagine in in that journey or your journeys there must have been a lot of well, i don't want to i don't want to put words in your mouth but there must have been some struggle there must have been some second guessing
0: yeah yeah um it was a lot of that a lot of struggle a lot of second guessing um a lot of things like when you're taking upon like lessons or learning you know people expect you to know them on the bad and it's a lot of stuff that yeah, it's, it, to tell you the truth, it's all expectation is just put in a different form. That's what you're meaning. But um, I think the main thing that helped me is once I got to realize that logic is an emotion, you know, and that they sometimes they can go together, you know, but necessarily when the logic outbeats the emotion, then you got to go with the logic, you know, and that's what got me over it. <laughs> it's just like, I don't care how uncomfortable I am. I didn't know computers at all ended up in there. Like, you know, so it's just like, so you're, you're more Spock than Kirk. Yeah. I guess I could say that. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: well, how do you, how do you respond to labels? Uh, you know, I, I think, but uh, I can safely assume both you and I have have been um, have had labels thrown on us, yeah. and we've probably thrown labels on uh, on other people. Yeah, but you know, I, I, I'm a Asian American male. You're you're an African American male, and and we're both in New York City. Um, you know, I look a certain way. You look a certain way. Uh, how does that juxtapose with the things that? that you're striving for in your life as an individual, as, as somebody that's part of a community, um, you know, how, how do you, how do you deal with that? How do you deal with the, the notion of labels?
0: Oh, (laughs) well, this is going to be a long answer, but, um, I think labels, they're also like from what people have been exposed to in titles, or, you know, the hardest thing about labels that I've come to, as a black male, I gotta say this. You know, it's not a lot of black males say this, especially leaders. And I want to say like it isn't like what anyone Asian or white or any other person could call me or any expectation they have for me. I don't care about that. You know, because it's like a lot of a lot of those people they're not in my community. So in the sense of those are like what they say. Once we we'll cross that bridge when we get there, you know. But in your own community the labels of what you got to be and who you should be. And that's what kills you before even you step outside the community. And, you know,
1: right. you you're like, you're supposed to have my back. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. That kills you. Like before you even step outside and who you're supposed to be. And a lot of times with the, um, inside the black community, like see the Asian culture, y'all know y'all are known for learning. And you know, like it's supposed to be like, if you're Asian, you have like a 162 IQ off the bat straight, straight off the fetus but in the black community if you even try like to get caught with a lot of books it's not that it's wrong but you will be scolded as a nerd like and it's just mm-hmm. like he's a nerd don't mess with him uh
1: in, in my high school it was like you, you you're trying to be white yeah um which that is that's another another obstacle i yeah. mean you're you're trying to strive to do something different or self
0: improvement and then you have
1: that so
0: um i mean is that something you had to my, deal with Mines as well. And I was the kid who always knew like every if you were walking your dog, I knew the species of your dog because I read the encyclopedia already and everything. So it's just like everything was there and people were just like, Oh, he's trying to be white or he's just that or you know. And labels just do that to you. You know, that's what I wanna say. Labels they're for other people. They're not for you, you know? That's what that's how other people identify you. Like how I deal with it. I find out like, because everything that happens in my day, I meditated on it through the night. And a lot of people, you know, you just got to, that's what you showed them. You know, that's some truth to these statements that people say, you know, it's like they've been exposed to someone, a black person who really learned so much that they turned it back on the community. It exists, like the black people who learn so much that they turn it back on the community. Oh, it's just like you don't have to come back and give us money, you know. It's like <laughs> that's how it is, you know. But you know, it's just no conversations, and you take up different viewpoints now because you know your pockets are bigger, or your friend circle is different, and that's just you know. So it those exist. There's some truth to the statements, but it's more about how you take them. I don't worry about anyone's label. Like, you just said African-American. To me, I'm not African. I'm a Moore, you know? Like, I could tell you the whole science about how black is an adjective, you know? It describes your TV as black, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. it doesn't describe me as a person, you know? It doesn't say this is a person, place, or thing, you know? But more is like a nationality, you know? So it's like... And it's different ways. So I, I can't take that and be like, oh, he labeled me. That's what you're supposed to. You're supposed to calling us black American. Some of my people don't even call themselves Moors or, you know, like whatever aboriginal name title they deserve, you know, and that's just that. A label is just a label. I'll just call you Othello. <laughs> <laughs> well, I always base it on intent. Yeah. You know, if somebody,
1: you know, I'm from Vietnam, if somebody, you know, which happens quite often and mistakes me for another Asian um, nationality. I'm not going to flip out. I'm not, you know, that says more about me than them exactly. if, if they don't, if, if they just made an honest mistake yeah. um, and um, you know, we live in a very diverse world and I understand that, you know, people react to me or I guess anybody based on their own pathology and their own life experience. So I'm I i can not be defined by that. You know, somebody some and let's say they are rude. I don't have any control over that. I mean I can control how I exactly. react to that, but then that's it. I it I'm not responsible for educating that person. Exactly. I'm only responsible for what I do in this moment or whatever inter, exchange that we have. I can flip out, I can get emotional, but what what's why? Yeah. like
0: I'm not defined by that. Most certainly. And I gotta say this. Um, a huge shout out to um, Morica Society and Man Society and Element. Those guys are like, really helped me with what you're talking about. Like And the Earth Center, the Earth Center mainly, because they say, don't let someone else write your history, you know? I know when you wake up, you go, I'm going to go get some oatmeal, I'm going to go to the store, get some milk. Man, if someone just comes out and says the most heinous thing to you, you can't let that change your path of going to the store oatmeal and go get some milk, you know, because that's your beautiful day. Okay. Now, I don't want to interrupt you.
1: Yeah. Okay, so just bookmark this because, and we don't have answers now. But I, I agree with you. And but the pushback that I get from people are like, "Oh yeah, it's easier said than done," sure. yeah. because you know you're on the waiting on the subway platform, and somebody just shoves you, and looks at you, and goes, "What?" And you, you're not going to get tight. Yeah. How do you respond to that?
0: Oh, like when someone pushes me on. I, I've been in that situation before. I can tell you exactly what happened. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. no. Um, I don't know what was wrong with this guy. One day, he's on a um, train station, and my hand bumps into his. You know how to hold the rail. He's like, son, don't touch me and all that. And I'm like, oh, sorry, and everything. He's like, no, I don't want to hear that. Sorry. He's not letting me, like, apologize. So, I kind of did the same thing back to him. He's like, I'm mad right now. I was like, that's life. You know? (laughs) Like, you have to. He's like, I don't want to hear about that's life and everything. It's like, I think, like, when you're met with the same pressure you're throwing out, you tend to, you know, acknowledge the pressure you're throwing out. You know? That's just how it is. But I don't think, if someone throws a punch, I think you should throw one back. Or if you know how to defend yourself, at least block the punch and show them. Or at least I'm one of the people who know what I'm doing, you know, be safer, you know? That's just it. But letting someone write your history and you know.
1: Yeah, sir. I, I actually interrupted you. But yeah. you you're about to say, don't let people write your history. Yeah. And you were talking about getting oatmeal in the morning and stuff. Yeah.
0: Just go get your oatmeal, bro. You got to. <laughs> oh, it still is. Your oatmeal still going to be there. The person's not. You know, you got to realize that the store is like set in its destination in time. You know, the person is traveling to their destination in time. So are you. So that's just an interaction that has a chance of happening, you know? That's all.
1: What has uh, your kind of diving into technology, what has that informed you about yourself, the world we live in, where we're going, how we're changing as species?
0: Uh, Well, I think technology is making us dumb, like, Dumb as hell, bro. Like, if you just look at it, like, when I was younger, I used to remember, like, a lot of numbers. I was going to say,
1: I don't know anybody's <laughs> phone number. <laughs> yeah, like, you know,
0: it's like, come on, like, spell. You you see a thousand typo kings on Facebook because spell check. Or, you know. It's like
1: it's like cool now to spell things wrong. Yeah,
0: you know. Before it was just as a rapper, you want to draw the I or write the eye because, you know, I, which is it's art. But now it's like, what are you doing, bro? It's like, you know, they have EYE, and it's like. One letter, bro. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's just like everybody is just, you know, it's, it's slowly taking its course. And I think that this is how it's going to happen. Like, you know, everybody's going to depend on technology. And, you know, once you give the security guard power, like official power over your safety, and the security guard comes to the knowledge of like, I get to choose whether this guy is safe or not. It's no longer about like, I got to keep this guy safe. It's like, he's putting so much money into me that now I get to choose if this guy's safe or not? Have I liked the way this guy's been treating me? <laughs> you know? And that's why I think technology is going because the machines are going to be smarter than us because, say, what you know is going into a machine, then what someone on the other side of the world is going into a machine It's making a whole big AI, and that's collective information, you know? It's what humans naturally do. Exchange information, make each other better, and one source. So I don't really like it, bro. I think we need to, you know, get back in touch with each other and ourselves more than technology because that's what creates more jobs, you know. Well, I, I see it as it's just it's a wave, and so you're either
1: on the wave or you're not on the wave, and you could be on the wave, but you know, if you look at, you know, like Blockbuster. They resisted as long as they could, yeah. And they they went, they went, yeah, exactly. Like George Orwell wrote in 1984, how we'd all be a big brother state. The only thing he got wrong is the government is not like taking the information; they're not policing us. We're giving up the information voluntarily, you know, with Alexa, with you know, self-driving cars. We 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 used to be hunters and gatherers, exactly, and now we just we just look for comfort.
0: Food is automated and everything, you know. I was just saying that.
1: You could press some buttons
0: on your phone and food could be right here. Exactly. Exactly. I was explaining that to friends last night. I said, I went to Grenada thinking that they wasn't free. You know, I went to Grenada and saw fruit trees and, you know, trees and, you know, things you could just eat, pick up and eat. And once they didn't have the house that my father had, like he has a two-story house, I go, these people are like doing bad. But that's what I get for coming to, like, or, you know, a, another setting with, like, a colonized mind. Not to say, Well, it's colonized. A colonized mind. Because, you know, America is just colonized, you know? Everyone lives a certain way because of a certain reason. But once you go to um, Grenada, you're like, you know, they're doing good. They should have big buildings and this and that. And it goes to expectations, you know? I just seen someone climb a tree and get some food. I'm like, "Whoa." <laughs> you know, that's we, what yeah, like. because
1: we we can only we can only judge through the prism of our own lives. Exactly. Uh, otherwise, it becomes imagination. Exactly. So, yeah, I mean, uh there there's old there's this old story about these these British settlers who um found these um this aboriginal uh, uh culture and You know, and they're, you know, and, and, you know, the, the, they're almost like pygmies and they showed them how, you know, bows and arrows and they showed them how to live like in, in the jungle and they took the, the pygmy people back to, to, to London. And so people were criticizing like, oh, you're going to ruin their civilization no after they were done they were like okay that's nice and they just went back to their they went back to their <laughs> culture i'm like okay we got it uh, no thanks
0: yeah that's how i think it is I, and that that goes back to what i was saying like when you're so in tune to what you do and like less expectations from the outside once you're promoted to the outside things you're gonna go like no thanks because you know where you fit in it goes back to the quote remember i was saying in the email don't look for the world in your don't look for the Look for the world in yourself. Mm-hmm. Don't look for the world outside of yourself because that creates your own illusion. You know, you can't just stick around going, "Where do I fit into this guy's puzzle?" You know. But I, I feel like uh, you know,
1: a lot of people, their aspirations and social media and what they kind of see with advertising and movies, and uh, a lot of that is illusion. Right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, and that goes back. You got to realize that was only one person's illusion at one point. You know, none of that existed until one person said, Whoever started it off, like, you just blame it on the guy who created the internet, right? Not that he's a bad guy, let's blame it on him. So, <laughs> we're going to say he, he was the, the cell inside the battery that said, Hey, I'm going to go towards this side. You know, then someone else said, oh, I'm going to go towards this side. And now we're all on this energy social media wave, you know? And I think what it's going to take is for each of us, one or whoever sells, just go, you know what? I'm a little bit off of this, you know? It's kind of crazy. I'm always looking at my phone nine hours a day, and you know? Getting... And once people start realizing, you know, because you have, like, conscious videos where people are like, all right, maybe I need to drink more water and this and that. Little talks make a um, a big difference. Every big difference came from a small discussion, you know? So where do you think we're headed? Oh, <clears throat> Do you think it'll be like Terminator Two? Oh, it's it's gonna get bad, bro. It's gonna get uh, Costco is selling like six thousand dollar like food four year food pallets and stuff like that. <laughs> 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 like that's just how like it's getting real bad. You know, um, I'm not gonna really speak on like the presidents and stuff because you know he's working in someone's best interest. You know, so you know. Every Everything, the machines, and when you speak to even, like, the executive of these companies that I've spoken to, some who visit us at Empower, a lot of them are for automation and even though people are losing jobs and, you know, so everything is, something has to happen where, and I'm not feeling too bad about it because I even notice it, like, within my community where something has to happen where the world knows, like, what we mean to each other rather than what things mean to each other, you know? And that's completely different, you know. And we're on like a material consumption right now. You know, it's all about finding the the new smallest material that's going to create enough electrical usage so we could create a new smaller phone that could fit around your pinky finger. and You could get married with it, and it's like I can insert the receiver in my head. Yeah, like, but
1: but you you bring up a good point, and I see this, you know, all across the board. It's like. You know what? I may not feel good about myself, but if I have the right clothes, if I have the right, if I live in a certain place, if I drive a certain car, if I have the certain technology, you'll be impressed. And if you're impressed, then that'll make me feel good about myself.
0: Yeah, and that's so but funny. it's a drug. Yeah,
1: because you, we all know the truth. And I think, you know, for me, and I think, you know, the whole precipice of of, of this show is. That is the journey. It's not about getting the sneakers, or it's not about getting the car. It's about looking in the mirror, and taking that journey. Yes. That's the important thing because you're you're, you're going to get more sneakers. You know, you go to a fancy restaurant and have a meal. Guess what? In a few hours, you're going to have another meal. Yeah. That's we, we need to eat. Who fucking cares? <laughs> Who are you trying to impress? Exactly. Because at the end of the day, if you think you're a piece of shit, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yes, you can fool him and her and and me and you and your your coworkers or people that know you, oh my God, you're, you're amazing. You're great or whatever. Fill in the blank, right? Like, oh my God, you're so empathic or um, you're so smart. But if you feel like you're a piece of shit and you're just, you're just putting on mask, I feel like that is what is happening.
0: And technology is a great tool to put on that mask and, and try to fool people. Oh yes. Thank you for, I couldn't, I don't care if I read, Five hundred more philosophers. No one's gonna say that how you said it, man. Like that is so <laughs> true. <laughs> that is so, and it's just like instant mask. You know, it's like instant mask, like the new like, um, superhero costumes. You don't even have to wear the cape no more. It just pops up on their body. You know, and and once they're in that mask, it's hard to get them out. To the point where you're having two different conversations. If you ta- if you talk to someone on social media. And you talk to that same person in person. Yeah, exactly. You
1: know? They're like Clark
0: Kent and Superman. Yeah, oh They're like, yo, gosh. wait, wait, who who is this person? Yeah, and it's like, it's disgusting. I, I really find it like, I never, this is like the thing that disgusts me the most, that people like are so disgusted by themselves, you know? It's like, Andre 3000 has a song called Take Off Your Cool, you know? It's just like, you don't have to be like, you don't have to lie to kick it. You know, I used to be the guy who... After not having Fila's, Nikes, and everything, I used to just wear Payless sneakers and the cheapest, like, Diodorus for $10. So I used to um, get $75 a month from age 11 to 16. So once I turned 18, I started getting $1,000 a month. You know, my pops retired from Social Security. So once I got this, man, oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't get no girls before because everyone around is just like they're in the the motion of, you know, wearing this, the with the D's, this and that. So when I started getting this money and everything, I was like, you know what? It's my time, man. Did you get a a chain? Oh, man. I didn't get a chain. I probably had like, I know I had a bracelet. (laughs) I was was doing too much. I looked really nice, but all that was to do was to externally impress people to finally come talk to me Mm because I really didn't have a basis to talk to them. You know, so when I got out of that, how I got out of it is, um, one time I was talking to this girl, right? And she dated like a lot of guys from my community. I didn't really care because I found her attractive. And I t- told her, I'm like, yeah, um, just um, take the cab to, you know, where I live, you know, over here. And she goes, where? And I'm like, yeah, just over here and this and that. She goes, oh, I know people over there. And I was just like, as a man, I'm like, <laughs> I I heard the chair song before. People want to go where everyone knows their name. You feel me? That's just how it it rocks out. You feel me? So I knew what she was saying when she said that. And I was like, wow. It's like I kind of did all this dressing up and everything. And the same people that, same thing that attracted this girl. The people I watched to learn how to get her attention and dress up and all that. She no longer even wants to deal with, you know, or come around with. So it was like a vicious, vicious cycle. And I had to, like I was like, I'm not, I went for two years, man. I was literally the bum in my neighborhood. Like just four <laughs> the same. You could ask anybody. They'll tell you, you went to a lot of different schools. So that's my thing, just learning. But I don't know. Like I just couldn't do the dress up thing anymore. You know, you just do it where you're presentable and you just keep, you know, yourself, you know.
1: Well, I think you learned that you can be defined by other things. Yeah. And I think that's, that's a, I think that's noble. I and mean, I think you had to go through that process. And I think I think people don't understand that you have to go through a process. You know, there are levels. You don't just go from A to jackpot. Yeah. You're, you're the CEO. <laughs> you have to put in work, you know? Uh, I wouldn't mind looking like The Rock, but I'm not going to put in the work. So I've come to peace that it's not going to happen, and I'm okay <laughs> with that. My point is, People don't want to. So if you're fat, take a pill, take get surgery. Um, if you're broke, oh, get get some. Uh, you know, real estate is. Known. Yeah, just yeah, exactly. Do something with minimal effort and maximum return. Yeah. Are you smarter than most folks? You you got this figured out? Just you know, and, and I think one thing that that I think has eroded in 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 our our era of of living space is this this disconnect of outcomes and
0: effort. You know, I think a lot of people want shortcuts. Yeah. That's the thing. And that's, I think that's the human. That's, that's what got us from the beginning. If you're talking about like before racism, before we were all slaves and everything, if you want to talk about, cause with my people, they just want to talk about the white man all day. You know, that's just mm-hmm. the thing. If The Asians were enslaving us. That's what they want to talk about. Everyone wants to talk about something outside of them. But let's talk about the original thing was how lazy we were. You know, we didn't want to put in no work. And that's probably what got us broken down to the point of, you know, if I could do this or get over on this end for this much. Once you continuously do something evil, your conscience doesn't speak to you as loud as it did the first time, you know. So humanity, as it went on, they just started taking more shortcuts and more shortcuts. And the shortcuts went from the material technology side into the inner soul, spiritual personality side, you know? And that's when it was just over. Because I know in various religions or cultures, back in the day, it was way more commandments, you know, that you had to reach, you know? A culture I'm familiar with had 77, you know? Some have 42, you know? It's a lot of commandments. But when you look at the cultures of today or the religions, a lot of their commandments is only social, you know? do You can't kill no one can't steal from no one. <laughs> Don't have sex with his wife. Like those are all or, or animals. Yeah. You have to like know somebody outside yourself to even commit those things. What about the stuff cuz you are what you do when no one's looking. What about that, you know?
1: Yeah, exactly. And I think um you know, why why say that? You know, why why put in the work and read Tolstoy or Nietzsche when I can just say I did. And then that's it. And I'll have credit, yeah. you know. I, I, I'll have I'll have the you you know. I could tell you I could tell you like oh yeah I read autobiography of Malcolm X I've read Roots I've read, uh, you know, um, uh, Leo Tolstoy. Wow! And then we move on to the next moment because I, I'm so addicted to that that thing that
0: that good for you. Yeah. What do you call that? It's um, validation, yeah. I guess. Yeah and that's the yeah way. and it and it, so this validation comes in
1: all forms it could be like the nice clothes the 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 yeah. the rope chain <laughs> it could be it's something something as simple as that but but i just i just took a shortcut exactly and it starts with that And so it it what we do is we all have a moral code but that is that is flexible it has to be you know if i had a gun to your head obviously those the the things that my you will be in a different situation than if you're talking to a very attractive person that, that you, um, you know, you, you have dopamine in you. My point is, you have to know, you have to have a baseline of what's important to you. Mm -hmm. And so that way you, you just can't be, if you're too flexible, that's when you have a lack of honor Mm -hmm. and a lack of self dignity. And for me, that is what is the most corrosive element of any society, of any culture, of when you have a bunch of people with no morals and fle- or flexible morals. Morals shouldn't be flexible. Yeah, exactly. Y- y- your point of view should be because you get new information. Yeah. But your, your brand, your ideology of justice and what's right and wrong and moral and virtuous, those things should be standard for you. I mean, I, all my life, I, I don't think people should murder each other. I'm not going to, yeah. if I, you're not going to tell me anything today that like, you know what? I guess murder isn't so bad. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> people shouldn't be that flexible. Yeah. But I see that. I see people being flexible because of, because they want a uh, validation. They want, exactly. they want those brownie points.
0: That's a big thing in my neighborhood. I like guess like, you know, like when I was younger, like age 17, Me and my friend um, went to every store to get a job. Couldn't get a job. Ended up selling, like, marijuana at an early age. Long story short, community had a problem with it, you know? And it was just the whole thing of, like, yeah, you're tough, but what are you going to do when we come together? You know, because we come together and we got these things that we're going to do to you. And if you ain't ready for that, bro, you got to make your money somewhere else. And it's just like... Come on. <laughs> How did you react to that? And it's just like, it was a big fight that happened, but I never, I told, and I'm still known for this to this day. I'm not conforming to, like, using a gun against my own people, you know, especially if you watch me grow up in the neighborhood. Eventually, it led to the point where I still got to, like, you know, do my thing in the neighborhood, but it didn't get to the point of, like, violence because, you know, everybody knew each other, and you kept it at that level. You know, I think a person, they come to slap you, and you show that you're like, you know, I'm adamant on slapping you too. No matter what, a slap is going to happen somewhere, you know. But if a person's coming to slap you and you're like, why are you coming to slap me? Though, You know, it's some point, you know, you could talk about it. I lost track of the slaps. Yeah, yeah, like, you know, like, exactly. So, you know, it's just you choose. You know, you have a choice to how you want to respond. But thankfully, I got up out of that situation and, you know. That alone is why I'm so good at, like, talking, because, you know, that period of my life, you know. So, so how do you deal with – so, you know, we've been talking broad strokes about, you know,
1: uh, how, how we view the world and, and, you know, kind of ideologies. But what about little – But the little things, the little moments, whether it's a subway platform or, you know, you get I, – I think we're all guilty of, you know, we, we have a negative thought. And then there's another one, and then, and then it connects. You know, oh, it becomes yeah. like we become infected, and then all of a sudden, we just feel really shitty. Oh yeah. So how how do you deal with that? How do you kind of work out of that?
0: Well, my um my girlfriend, hello, Emmer, helped me out with that a lot, and um because you know I just think like as a man, no one's gonna stress you out like your woman or your mom. <laughs> like, <laughs> and um I got into like meditation. I think I don't think every like I think meditation is for everyone, but everyone isn't for meditation, you know. And like I just think cutting the idea off at its source, you know, that's so principal, you know. Because like I said, corruption has its own logic. So once I'm mad, it could be anything that gets me mad. And I, I know it's like yeah, you get mad over anything. You seem so cool because that's because if you pay attention to the thought, you're going to get mad eventually, you know. It's gonna be like this guy bumped me. You just go say, oh, that's just the bumps no matter what, you know. But you go, nah, it's the way he bumped me, you know. Nah, I don't think you know who he's bumping because the last guy I bumped and You're adding on, you know. It's a thermometer still. You got one degree, then you're at two, then your whole body's hot, you know. So it's about cutting it off at the source, you know. And that's just the whole thought. You can't really control the action, you know. But cutting off the thought is, like, grand, you know. And that's, like, through meditation, you got to be able to switch your mind quickly like after the fence and it's hard it's the hardest discipline it's the hardest you know because
1: we're so outcomes oriented right? yeah. so it's like you 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 do these things to calm yourself down but then it's like a radio dial right so then your brain just like you like you're on a positive track and like look it's all good i'm fine like nobody got hurt it's it's fine yeah. but then the dial goes back no fuck this guy <laughs> yeah like <laughs> it will
0: it will go back so it's just about mastering that art. You're not going to get it tomorrow, you know? I think the beautiful thing about life is the more... We talk about friends, but the more time you spend with anything, you know, it becomes a part of you, you know? I don't care if you're talking about, like, water or, like, it's a guy who controls animals or think you know? Does some cheat thing, and I believe that, you know? It's just like you spend time around anything, you begin to know its nature, especially, and... I believe when you spend time, more time with yourself, you begin to know your nature, you know? So that's essential. I think
1: a lot of people... I think another. that's another thing that I think people lack. You ever see people... If you ever go to, like, a, a, a public place, whether it's a cafe or an airport, people don't know how to be alone anymore. Yeah. And they're not even reading books anymore. People are just, like, playing, like, Fruit Ninja on their phone <laughs> or, or whatever, you know?
0: Oh, I got... Oh, I guess we're playing Family Feud on my phone. Yeah, and that's just what it is. And the only thing that's going to get that through to them is, like, it got to be, like, a electronic bomb that happens <laughs> that destroys all phones, bro. Because <laughs> so I don't know. But one thing I got to say is the smarter like, I've, like, gotten or, like, the more information I've gotten, that's, like, been one of my things about myself is, like, you know, it's, like, I just can't settle on it how I used to or just meditate it out no more. It's like someone's, I'm at the point in my life where someone's got to notice, you know, like someone has to. And I think the more into, not into yourself, the more conscious of yourself you get, the less friends you have, you know, because you were once, you know, so with everything, you know, out to the bar Friday. then you're like, no, I don't drink anymore. no. I don't want to smoke. I want to boil my marijuana. (laughs) It's like, you're boring, bro. (laughs) You know, so it's like less people to have this like conversation with and that need to speak because we're social creatures is less fulfilled. So the more information you're getting, you got to go out there and speak to someone, but the people can't be solitary. And that's just, you know,
1: well, also the, the art of conversation, some lost on people, um, you know, some people, some people don't. A lot of people don't listen. Yeah. A lot of people want to get together because I want to. I want to tell you a bunch of about a bunch of shit that's going on in my life. Yeah, that's not a conversation. That's exactly. Like, that's just. That's just you telling. Like, yo, just email had, me. I guess. Yo, word. <laughs> and, and, you know,
0: and it's like it's crazy because I've been noticing that a lot. It's like I'll go to have a conversation and people like the new thing is the tea or the juice. You know, let me tell you this juice, and it's just like someone else's business. It's like yeah, <laughs> you know, like well, I told to that person. Oh, you mean gossip? Yeah, it's like oh, uh,
1: Well that's I think that's part of Yeah our, the way we interact, all the way back to like Greek and Roman era Yeah. like we just we just love to gossip.
0: Yeah, that is true. But it's once it's like gossip like overspreads like seventy percent of the convo, it's just like it, yeah. all we have to talk about is other people, you know, it's just like it's kinda corny.
1: Well, again, I think it's about wearing that mask and about yeah. delving into certain things that are revealing you know and and I think that can be scary you know talking about whether it's the things about the past or about ideas because when you talk about ideas that really is who we are I mean our summation is what we believe so if I'm sharing with you what I believe I'm I'm really revealing myself to you not about like my favorite sports team or you know uh what i like to eat i know people put so much weight in those things yeah but it's you know what what are my what are my virtues what, yeah. is, what is my morality and if i can share that with you then you really get to know me
0: exactly and that's what's like, like that's spot on right there it's like you're sharing cultures because you got your way of life have my way of life and we're meeting this one big like highway to you know to share commerce and that's right so, exactly <laughs> yeah So believe it
1: or not, we're almost out of time. But one thing I want to ask you is, um, you know, where you are in your life right now, how do you define happiness?
0: Oh, my life right now, how do I find happiness? That is an excellent question. Because right now, I got to say with harmony. I realize, you know, like say, I use my girlfriend as an example, you know. Uh, she's like, I'm an early person. She's like an alert person, a late person, you know? I'm a water sign. She's a fire sign. So it's like a lot of things that we have, it would be like, what's a cook? Or like, you know, how early you come over on Friday, you know? We could never meet up with it. But what defines, what makes me happy is once we could try and see what works for us and we could just find that final spot and we could sink in on that and that timing and that's just like the everything for my life like you know like say I'm going to work you know if it harmonizes into like I'm not destroying the earth yet I'm getting paid and I learn something new every day you know I have the that's harmony you know I'm kind of happy with that I'm not happy at the situation I even have to work for anybody but the harmony of it is what I'm happy with it's like everything when it's harmonious it's pretty much making me happy at this point in my life you know grace yeah
1: grace (laughs) yeah um yeah and i think there's there's beauty in 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 the journey you know and i think um you know what again to you know to kind of reflect back to you know what we were saying before we started recording I i think you know you you've always struck me as somebody that really gets it you know and it's not really about uh I need to get that corner office. I need to become VP. I need to It's really about okay, so why? You know, why do I want these things? Yeah. And that really is really about what we should be asking ourselves. You know, I want to I want to live in the Upper East Side and, you know, overlook the park. Why? <laughs> you know, it's a very it's you're working so hard for yeah, it. Why? why? Why do you yeah. want this? I want to be um, you know the uh, uh, VP of Quality Assurance at you know Goldman Sachs. Why? You know why Goldman Sachs? Uh, because it's prestigious. That's it. You know, and I think the the excavation of asking the outward questions reveals who we are inward. And to me, that is that's tough. It's not easy. And sometimes we face things that like the because the antithesis of like. Maybe we don't get what we want, or maybe we, we lose at things. If we see failure as opportunities to learn, then it's not really failure. No. But we have to keep asking ourselves those questions.
0: Yeah, and that's what Steve about that. If I could say one more thing. Remember, um, there's a cartoon. You, I was younger. You was younger, too. It's the girl, little girl, would be like, but why? And she'll always yeah. ask <laughs> that. And that's kind of like that. And it was such a deep jewel that she would just keep asking why. Because the innocence of a child and, you know, all of us stopped asking that question at one point in our yes, lives. Yes, exactly. You know, and that's what's so deep about it. So, right. Yeah. You reach, when you're young, you do, right? Yeah. Like, why, 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 why? <laughs> and then <laughs> at a
1: certain point, you go, oh, fuck this, I got it, I'm all <laughs> yeah. set. You come to me. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm going to
0: plug now. Right? Yeah. Just like
1: just But we have this whole existence. Like, yeah. come on, who
0: do you think you are? Exactly.
1: my man thank you so much for doing this i really appreciate
0: it for having me thank you so much
1: so uh as i always say every uh every episode every week uh sweet listeners you're a part of this conversation too you're just on the quiet side i appreciate you i love you bodhisattva go out and do good in the world thank you